you're doing well welcome back to the almost believable podcast i'm ruby and this is my halloween special which is also known as episode three but i thought it was quite fitting that halloween was around the corner of the time that i wanted to record this so we're just making a halloween special now don't know how often this is going to occur maybe every year we hope i don't know but it's going to be a very special episode and i hope it gets you feeling a little bit spooked maybe a little bit scared We're going to talk about a few of the scariest mysteries and conspiracies in the history books, in my opinion, and I just, these freak me out, so I'm just really excited to share it with you. Um, I've got my lovely boyfriend, Nick, he's here again with me. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. Welcome back. Thanks. Were you surprised you got a second call back? Yeah, I was actually surprised. I thought, uh, you know, the ratings had gone down. (laughs) So I'm surprised I got another call back, but here we are. Well, I'm happy to have you and I'm really excited because we're going to try and discuss one of your favorite mysteries, conspiracies, That's right. That's right. and I'm excited to hear your take on it and what you think about it. So yeah, Let's but before we do that, we're going to talk about, uh, one of my favorite mysteries I heard. Well, not mysteries. It's more like a phenomenon that could happen and it's a very likely doomsday scenario. And I first heard about it when... I was watching the Jenna Julian podcast and that was when that really planted the idea in my head where I was like, holy crap, this could be legit. Like this could happen instead of thinking like the apocalypse or zombies or like solar flare, like this could be the plausible, you know, thing that happens that actually wipes out civilization. So this phenomenon is called an electromagnetic pulse or an EMP, which is basically just a short burst of electromagnetic energy and they can occur na- like in nature or they can be human-made. So EMPs basically just interfere, disrupt and damage electronic equipment. And at higher energy levels, they can actually damage physical objects such as buildings or aircrafts, which is pretty crazy. And I think the reason why they're so scary is because they have been weaponized. And in a world where we now rely so heavily on technology and electricity to get us by on a day-to-day basis... An EMP could cause grave effects and ultimately wipe out like populations, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it was pretty useful in COD. Yeah, the EMP. So I know it's in a lot of like modern sort of games, like in even like Overwatch. I think one of the characters gets an EMP. EMP like yep. it's very interesting that that was also kind of coming into I guess modern sort of games and stuff like that, and. I guess EMP weapons have the potential to disrupt unprotected, like critical infrastructure within many countries and specifically the US because it's just, well, A, it's such a large country, but they also have some infrastructure that's te- uh, that's quite weak. And I'll go into that um, a little bit further into the podcast. And I guess there has been, as we have sort of increased in our reliance on technology, there's been increased concern about an EMP threat, but there is, hasn't been an accurate prediction on how many people would face 
massive damages from such an attack. Like they don't they don't know yet because that hasn't happened. So an EMP basically occurs like when it's detonated. So when a nuclear weapon is detonated in a high like high enough in the atmosphere, and the energy that is created by that blast. Um, could create an EMP which would be sent out in all directions and there's several different types of EMPs so E1 is the most powerful and intense so it creates microwaves that as it passes through the Earth's, Earth's magnetic field and could certainly cause damage to most electronics and this is like the type that would basically fry any technology really like including cars and airplanes then the E2 pulse is similar to that of a lightning strike and is obviously far less powerful. And then the E3 pulse is less powerful and is comparable to solar flares that are created by the sun. So this is like, when I thought of an EMP, I was like, oh, like, what, 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 what would it actually wipe out? But mm. then I had a look and I researched and basically virtually any device that is not shielded or protected against an E1 EMP is likely to be like severely damaged. And these can like this can include items such as the, the whole power grid, laptops, phones, tablets, cell service towers, internet routers, electronic gun safes, which I found interesting because especially in like America's climate and how that works. Uh, TVs, radios, fridges, and freezers. So not only food would be spoiled, but also like people that have medicine that needs to be refrigerated, that would be gone. Like blood banks and stuff. Yeah, and like insulin, because people who have diabetes need yeah, to refrigerate yeah, lots that. Of different things in the hospital. Uh, thermostats, electronic banking, computerized components of vehicles, pacemakers. So someone's little device that's keeping them alive will just be stop yeah. working. Hospital, hospital diagnostic machines, anyone that's on life support, um, and basically anything that has a microchip in it, large or small. And so I then did some more research and I was like, well, there's a lot of examples on what would happen if it specifically happened in the US, right? And so we're going to take our magnifying glass out and we're going to take a look at what would happen specifically to the US if, it, if an EMP detonated over it. So you basically need to imagine a world where each of the items I mentioned before are taken out instantly, right? And they're not working. So cars built since the 1980s are going to stop working. Planes will fall out of the sky. Like, it's insane. So the engines just stop working or the electronics? Yeah, electronics and all that. Would, like, it would just fall out of the sky. So, like, the engine would stop working? Yeah. Right? Oh. Wow. I'm pretty sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I did my I did research on it, and that's yeah. what they said. So I'm I'm trusting oh, I mean, my research. Yeah. No. Um. Maybe we should just go back to like propeller planes. <laughs> like that might be planes. the way to go. Yeah. Um, phones and laptops would be fried, and even if they aren't, they won't do you much good because you don't have any self service or internet, like because it's all wiped out. And basically, America would just be thrown back into the Stone Ages as hundreds of millions of people across the country would just find themselves without power, electricity, anything. So then, it, like, my, through my research, it kind of goes through this, like, whole scenario of, like, what would happen next sort of thing, like, breaks it down. And basically they said that looting and rioting would most likely develop within the first few hours and days following the attack across most of the major cities in the US. And some people would die in these events due to, like, violent 
ride and looting or um, attacks or even um, just like st- like stress like and how like um, like panic and like all that sort of stuff like people would what are they gonna loot for food water supplies like some, some people chips. I feel like some people in America are already very prepared. Like, I see videos of people who have, like, bunkers and, mm. like, have got, like, go bags and, like, stuff to prepare for something like this. What about in Australia? We, we're not prepared for any of this either. Well, I don't think we are. I mean, I have seen, like, the occasional, like, YouTube videos of people that have, like, a bunker or, so, or like, a shelter. But the vast majority of people wouldn't be prepared for something like that. Mm. So I think... Like people are gonna start running out of food within the first couple of days because I'm going you can't straight to Woolies. Exactly. Like people would start looting supermarkets, um get the Ben and Jerry's ph- pharmacies. Exactly. Like people would just go insane, much like we've seen with COVID and panic buying. Like True. people would just go insane because they're like, Well, I'm not gonna like this this is the last resources because like delivery like shipments wouldn't be coming in like delivery trucks wouldn't be working farming would stop exactly the tractors would stop exactly the big green tractor would stop we won't be able to take a ride on the big green tractor nick that's crazy and something interesting that i thought as well but due to the lack of working electronic equipment military and law enforcement would be enormously slow to respond and not likely not be of much use because they rely on vehicles they rely on a lot of technology yes what are you <laughs> so does it destroy the like electronics or does it just stop them working well it depends but most likely like mo- like a phone for example it would be fried like it would Fry be it. absolutely unusable yeah because i'm thinking like can if you get like a, a jenny going a generator mm. Like, can you bring well, I'm sure some stuff you... back to life or would, or would all those things be kind of destroyed? Well, I mean, like a generator that runs on petrol, right? I'm sure that would still work, but it, like petrol will eventually run out. Obviously. Because you're not going like, to have access to it either yeah. because no one's going to be delivering the petrol. But, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're, uh, you know, providing electricity to things that are fried. So Well, exactly. And... The thing that absolutely blew my mind is that this scenario in America could potentially last for years, and it would be, and that's because it would take decades for the power grid in America to get back up and running the way it was before, because the power grid in America is super outdated, like old fashioned, and since the early eighties, the American government have been really aware of how easy it would be for another country that wanted to destroy America to not have to send over a nuke, to not have to send over a bomb or have people land there and fight. It would just be the easiest way to destroy US civilization would be by using an EMP. Well, have we seen something, you know, a similar sort of attack on a on a smaller scale in the US when a few months ago or maybe last year, I can't remember how long ago, when Texas's power grid went out mm. um, during the winter and all those people like froze to death or like starved. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and apparently that was from like a foreign hack even. So you don't even need to go into the country. You can just hack their power grid, turn it down, turn it off and people die. Like that exactly. Sounds like game over really. Yeah. And I guess the way that, so the way that America actually gets their electronics, ele- sorry, electricity is really outdated and it will cost a lot of money and time to update it to even make it better. So it's 
it's kind of is what it is. And I don't think it's a top priority for the American government, perhaps, because they don't seem to be doing anything about it. And I guess for a lot of people, electricity, I think for all of us, electricity is now second nature. So you don't think about it until it's turned off, right? Like you don't think, oh, I'm so grateful for my bedroom light, like my lights that I can, you know, go in at night and see everything until you have a power outage and you're like, well, crap. Got to, you know, can't see anything, can't do anything, can't watch TV, yeah. can't charge my phone. Like, you don't think about it until it's turned off. And I I think, so maybe people think that it's not something that they have to be worried about yet. True. So ultimately, the US would just go into chaos and it wouldn't be over quickly either. So I think that it's pretty crazy, right? Like, the US would just be fucked. And I think the scariest part is that these, obviously on a small scale, can be made quite easily at home. Like people have been able to do so at home. People have made EMPs at home. How how do you make an EMP? I'm not, I, I'm not looking it up. I don't want the FBI to come after me, but... The FBI is only a US thing. Well, so I, I mean... don't know. What do we have in Australia? <laughs> I don't know. Federal... C- CIA. It's the CIA. I'm pretty sure that's... (laughs) That's also America, right? But I guess what worries me is, like, if this idea got into the head of a particular individual who could somehow manage to make an EMP that is on a much larger scale, like, how dangerous that would be and, like, how someone could use that. Some, like, sweaty nerd would just research this. Probably. And an EMP. I first, as I said, like, I first properly heard about them like an EMP, what an EMP was from Jenna, Jenna Julian podcast. And I just couldn't believe that I didn't know more about them or I hadn't heard much about them because it seems like a very plausible threat and a very plausible doomsday scenario that could end civilization, in my opinion. Like, just because of the nature of it and how much in today's society we rely on electronics. Mm. Like, can you localize an EMP? Like, can you make a small one? But well, like, yeah. that's a that's a powerful one. But it's like a small radius. Well, people, that's why I say they, you know, militaries use them in because, like, yeah, because I was hard. There's an EMP grenade where you can just like chuck it into a room and. Well, I was talking to my dad who works who worked in the air force, and he was saying that like, um, you know, they had been used before to wipe out like the op- opposition. I don't know what to call it, but like the. The enemies. The enemy. The enemies. Um, like electronics, so they can't. They can't radio each other. They can't. You know. So if you found out like some politician or someone you didn't like had a pa- pacemaker or something, you just make a little small EMP <laughs> grenade. They're on stage, like Joe Biden's on stage making a speech. <laughs> just lob one up. He's Gonzo. Yeah. Literally. Like, what are you gonna do? Does he have a pacemaker? Well, I mean, he's super old. Maybe. Is he old? Why? Why does America like hire? Like eighty-year-old presidents, I know. Like, is it for the, because they have life experience? Like, why don't you get someone who's a bit younger? Maybe that's why they only give them four years. Because they know they're going to cock. Cock it up before. anyway. Oh god. Back to the news. So then I had a look. Like, can you protect against an EMP? And you can. Tinfoil hat. I wish. I wish it was that easy. That would be great. But like, there are there has been some shelters that are developed. Like, you can get shelters now that protect against them i believe and for example air force one in is that in america yeah air force one is the big plane that the president flies in okay good all right i'm not i'm not dumb 
So Air Force One has backup and protection from EMPs. So there are like preventative measures in place, but the vast majority of things don't have backup or protection. So you think about the majority of things being like gone if, if something happened. And another interesting thing that I read about was that in the CIA declassified um, files uh, from World War Two, basically there was already rumours about, like, if a country wanted to wipe out America, they were already discussing it as a plausible option in World War Two, right? So, I mean, we're now in 2021, almost 2022, so you can imagine... You can just imagine the advancements in technology that have been made since then, which is pretty crazy. So I feel like it's been around for such a long time and people are starting to realise that it's a plausible threat. But I'm just like, holy crap, they were thinking about this in World War Two, Like, wh- and like, think about now, like, think about how, like, the years that have gone by since then. So it just makes me think like, okay. Surely the EMPs they were talking back about in World War Two were like you know powerful. But you think about now, like dude, they're gonna be fucking like dead, like deadly. I like I can't even. I can't even. So I just looked that. it up real quick how to protect like against yeah an EMP. Apparently, you can uh, just use tin foil. Apparently, no, a homemade Faraday cage. Uh, which I'm not sure what it is, but you can wrap a chosen device uh, with cloth and then add three <laughs> layers of tinfoil. So no, but is no... that against an E1 pulse? I'm not surely sure. not. Like, surely tinfoil is not. And then true. people are saying that if you suspect a, an EMP is about to go off, shove all... This is obviously American because they have metal um, garbage cans. Yeah. Chuck all your electronics in, a gar- in the garbage can and put the lid on then duct tape the lid secured because apparently the metal protects it. There you go. Or you can put your devices in a microwave. So just chuck your pacemaker in the <laughs> microwave. Yeah. Open up your chest, rip her out. Yeah, I reckon. Still beating. Why not? Well, it makes me wonder, like, what about, like, cars that are parked, like, really down in, like, deep underground car parks? Like, surely oh, they'll still they'll be fine. Yeah. The Tesla, though, that might be a little bit... Oh, true. What about... Oh, my God. Okay. Someone, a country is going to wait till one country has all oh. electronic cars and then just let one go and just, just screw them. That's like tra- why. no means of transportation for anyone. That's why you need to be going around on a penny farthing, mate. No one oh, can take true. that. Thing Get a out. horse, absolutely fang it down the freeway, just galloping. I reckon a penny farthing would be faster. <laughs> I don't think so. That's right. Horsepower. Yeah, you got one horsepower. What does a penny farthing have? One human leg power. You never know, mate. All right. Well, I'm done with this guy. You're done. You're done. I'm done with this conversation. But we're going to have, like, I'm just going to, like, I want you to imagine, Nick, that you're in this scenario. Okay. Like, I'm going to give you, like, a little example scenario. Yeah. So this is one that was described that I read. So I want you to close your eyes. Really think that you're here. Okay. I'm here. You're waking up in the morning. And your wife oh. is downstairs Hello, trying honey. to cook you breakfast. And everything starts off relatively normal. But then you start to notice the lights to your wardrobe don't turn on. The oh. lights to your bathroom don't turn on. The lights, you know, around your house don't turn on. So you're thinking, hmm, maybe there's power outage? Don't know. So mm. you go downstairs, 
Okay. You try and check your phone. Your phone doesn't turn on. Oh, my phone's off. My phone's downstairs. My wife took it. Maybe she's cheating on me. <laughs> okay. You no. realize that the TV's not turning on. Your radio's not turning on. So you can't hear any news. Oh, you can't watch TV in the okay. morning when you're getting ready f- to go to work. Maybe wife's converted us to being Amish. Amish, yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. Amish people would survive in this situation, dude. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then you're like, well, I need to get to work. So you go to your car. Mm. Try to turn your car on, doesn't start. Nothing is working. So then you go outside and you see all your neighbours are outside with you and they're all... my wife? Well, your wife's trying to still cook your breakfast because the gas isn't working. So she's just sitting there (laughs) tempting. She hasn't checked anything else. Well, she can't cook the bacon, Nick, okay? She wants to cook you a nice meal, but she can't. I feel like she's got her priorities all mixed up. (laughs) So basically you go outside... And your neighbours are talking about how nothing's working. So then you just try and go about your day because you, you can't do anything. You can't communicate outside of face-to-face. There's no news. There's nothing. Mm. At some point, your running water doesn't work anymore. <gasps> your gas doesn't work. Nothing in your home works. So whatever resources you go through are now gone and everyone is also out of their resources. Mm. There's no means of transportation. There's no power. There's no nothing. And... Nothing happened. You didn't see anything. You didn't hear anything. But I knew this was coming, so I locked all my stuff in the microwave. <laughs> no, this this is like a scenario. Oh, so if I you didn't, didn't know. know oh, okay. okay, I didn't know. Okay. Okay, come on. You're not you're not that ma- that amazing. All right. Okay. So yeah, we could pretend. Well, that we can pretend another scenario later. Okay. But th- this scenario <laughs> is specific for this scenario. Okay. Okay. So. A couple of days go by and people are starting to run out of food and start looting and robbing other people's houses and stores. People start getting panicky or, you know, they're in this like chaos mindset that like, when are we getting power back? Like when is things, when are things going back to normal? And then unfortunately, lucky, lucky for you, you're not on life support in this scenario. So you're okay for the you first little Don't bit. have a pacemaker. No. So the All first right. people to die in the scenario are people in hospitals on life support, people with that require regular medications, the elderly or people who need support or assistance to get around, um, those who are disabled. And then you would see another round of people dying of just pure starvation or violent looting. So that's up to you. Yep. Whether you've, you well, you ration your food or whether you want to be violent. What I would do is open up the shed, get a whole set of penny farthings. <laughs> Far out. Right. And we are riding the penny farthings <laughs> all the way to Area 51 because what are they going to do? Area 51. Oh, true. Find out the aliens go in a ship. They're the ones that detonated it. So they... It's all coming together. It's all coming together. I reckon. So then another third wave of deaths, would, which would be pretty dramatic, would be a result of just purely sanitation like oh. or disease. Because all these diseases would be like reset. Like people can't go to the toilet in their own toilet can't and flush the because stream. there's no water... So there's like diseases and all this stuff like mm. coming resurfacing and just like a general lack of hygiene. Like people are going to start just getting real nasty stuff going on. Icky. Yeah. So you wouldn't really be able to, and you wouldn't really be able to get any medical treatment either. So mm. you're kind of screwed. Mm. And as we said, Amish people would most likely be fine because they like, they sustain themselves. They don't, but I feel like. In our in our society, you would be an idiot to not 
rely on the technology that we have. You're calling Amish people idiots? Not, no, but like, I'm not saying that, but like, when you think about it, right? Like, it's just so prevalent that it's like, how can you avoid it? Exactly. Like, well, have you seen them all pick up their house? Like, the whole town comes and to, like, like move, it. move the house? They just move, they're like, oh, I want to change the scenery. Well, let's just pick the house up. Dude, that's kind of sick. I reckon. Wow. It's an Amish paradise. Maybe they got to set off the EMP. Maybe. But, but how and do they, force they don't us have all to live like them. So how do they make the EMP bomb? It, oh. Yeah, we didn't really think of that, did we? Anyway. I'm just, I'm just really interested in the fact that there is a device so powerful... That can do something on that scale, you know? Like, it blows my mind. And I'm I'm scared. I'm scared because it's so plausible. Don't be scared, mate. I've locked all our electronics in the in the microwave. <laughs> well I'm gonna I'm gonna start preparing. I've lined my whole room with tin foil. I'm gonna at our farm, I'm gonna dig a bunker like good couple just, feet down. Just wombat hole. Wombat yeah, true. Oh wombat. They're so cute. They'd be fine in an EMP, wouldn't they? Little yeah. buggers. Little, little critters? Yeah. No, I'm going to actually, like, start preparing. Like, I'm actually concerned about how likely this can happen now. Uh, well, at least you're forward thinking, unlike my wife in this scenario, who's still trying to make <laughs> the, the bacon well, three days later. <laughs> she just wants to make you feel good, Nick. She well, stop to playing with the patriarchy, all right? You don't know, need to make sorry. me breakfast. The, I didn't choose these gender roles. The, the scenario that I took this from... Situations are situational. I understand. Yep. So that's basically an EMP, which I hope is, like, not too scary for anyone, but I'm scared. It's pretty spooky. Because, oh, like, could you imagine? Could you imagine just not having your phone for, like... Decades? Wow. Kind of screw. But it might be actually really health. Like, people's mental health, like, improve so people's much. physical health? Out the window, but mental health? Loving it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like the suicide rates would actually decline, but disease I... rates in COVID-19 would skyrocket. Mm. I mean, if you're wearing a mask, then, you know, you're good. True. We're now going to move on to the second story. Or mystery or conspiracy. I don't know what we're titling these. I can't come up with a name. But second pumpkin of craziness. <laughs> oh my god! I actually... let's carve into this one. What do you reckon? All right, that's, that was actually good. Yeah, line. that was a good line. All right. Um, this is something that you are interested in. I asked you what what's your favorite conspiracy, and you said this one. I'm involved in this. Yeah. So you're gonna talk about it. All right, let's do it. All right, off you All go. Right. What is so, it? It's about Denver Airport. Now, it sounds really boring, but as we delve into it, it's like an onion. Each layer is just juicy. Okay, Shrek. Okay, it's just, it gets juicy, all right? Just wait. I did my research on it too, so I I know know what's going on, but I want to hear your take on it I believe that Denver Airport was built as a replacement for Stapleton Airport near Denver in 1995. Mm Mm-hmm. It's called the Denver International Airport, or the DIA, and apparently it has a fair share of conspiracy theories about it, uh, and it has, like, some secret tunnels, uh, clues to Nazi secret societies, and just some, like, weird stuff that's going on. Dude, when I read some that, because I was like, oh, what can be, like, super sus about an airport? But then I was like, okay, fuck, like, this is, is it so insane? the most common conspiracy theory got to do with the Denver airport, and one of the, like, ones that has the most evidence towards it is that 
there's plaques around the airport that have like hints and clues and people believe that the Denver airport was built by the New World Order. Yeah. And the New World Order is like this kind of society that people don't know they actually exist or not, but they have like ties to like Nazis and stuff. Yeah, it blew me. Yeah, it's a bit scary. And apparently from the top down, like people have like flown drones over the top and the airport's like runways resemble a swastika, which is just like a little bit weird. It's like, why would it even be in that shape? Yeah, it is like, I feel like, but then I was like reading about the whole thing. I feel like Denver airport are like really like in on like the conspiracies. Like they, they, I feel like they're publishing it. They're well, putting yeah, more stuff out. I think that I feel like they're like feeding into it and trying to make people like more interested in it. And I feel like it's like almost like a tourist like scam. Like, oh, Denver mm. airport's like dodgy. Like there's stuff going on. Like come visit, come visit Denver. Like, mm. I feel like it's smart. But why would the runways re- resemble a swastika? Like, yeah. tell me why. But then more to this, right, is that the airport commission, uh, like, apparently has, like, given credit to the makers of the airport uh-huh. to the New World Order. And that apparently they commissioned them to build the airport. See, that's, like, dodge. Like, surely that was either, like, like, that's not a coincidence. Like, you know what I mean? Why would you, why, if, if that was a real thing, right, why would you still leave it as that? Like, why would, why? Well, yeah. Why would you, what is it, like, it can't be, it can't just be a coincidence, right? Like, if there's rumours that it was built by the World Order and then the fact that it says it was commissioned by the world, like, this, the new world order, like, come on, that's, like, a little bit, like, that's pushing it a little bit far for me to think, like, oh, it's just, like, they're messing around. Well, a lot of people believe that this theory that Denver Airport's been built by the new world order and that the new world order, these scary Nazi, like, super religious, super technologically advanced kind of people, Illuminati type thing, actually... Has stemmed from what most people believe, um, a time capsule that was buried on the property, mm-hmm. um, which actually bears the symbols from the Freemasons, um, which have kind of been linked to the Illuminati or what people think yeah. of the Illuminati. Yeah, I, I would love to do an episode on the Illuminati. I think that would be really interesting. But I feel like it would just go on forever, though. Like it'd be like a twenty-four hour episode. Well, yeah. Oh, true. Next one. Marathon. True. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I feel like it is very connected. Like, I feel like a lot of that sort of stuff is connected to like the Illuminati and like, especially if it's mentioned by like the Freemasons and stuff. Well, people have done some digging and they looked because it's like a, a big thing. People have been able to dig into their, the finances, right. Uh And people looked into like what their budget was for the airport and somehow, randomly, they went so over budget and the airport was so much more expensive than what they originally planned. And people were like, okay, oh. so with all these secret tunnels and stuff, why is this so expensive? What but are you spending like, the money did for? They, where did they get the money from as well, right? Like, yeah. if you've got a budget, you sure, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So people think, like, conspiracy theorists like you, Ruby, <laughs> um, point to Illuminati money for to yeah, pay right. for the Denver International Airport's construction 
um, and in exchange to kind of harbor this secret society, oh, you know, this like <gasps> new world order Dang. Illuminati type vibe so with all think, these secret tunnels. So you think like the Illuminati, like Beyonce and yeah. like Jim Carrey yeah. and Jimmy Fallon, Jay-Z, Jimmy Fallon, like all those yeah, big yeah. celebs are pa- like put in, well, when was it built? Like 95, was it? They didn't put in the money, but maybe it's like their home base because there's all these secret tunnels that no one knows where they go. Well, I was like thinking about like how much of a good idea it would be to have like a secret base for the Illuminati um, at an airport because literally you don't have to go anywhere. You can just fly, like hop on a plane, jump off and you're there. You know what I mean? Like it's a, mm. it's a central point. Like it's an airport. Yeah, true. Like it would just make so much sense to have it in a secret spot in the airport because um, like... You don't have to travel. Like, you just hop yeah, on a plane you're and you're there. there. You don't and it's a- also secret because, like, but then again, like, who's traveling to Denver? How often? But maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe because why. it's, like, secret. Mm. It's not, like, a super so, popular airport. Like we said, the Denver airport kind of plays into a lot of these conspiracy theories for maybe, like, tourism or something. Hmm. But the website does say that um, there have been rumors or people believe who have worked there that when they first were building the the airport or there was buildings on where they were building the airport, mm-hmm. um, they weren't actually built properly. So mm-hmm. they were going to demolish them. But randomly, instead of demolishing them, uh, the airport simply buried them and built more buildings on top, which right. just seems like... So unnecessary. Like, <laughs> so unnecessary, but just like, isn't it easier to demolish something than to bury something? Yeah, but, like, that would make sense as to why they've got all these, like, secret tunnels and stuff underneath. Because it's... Like it's... an underground lair, dude. It's dude. the Bat Cave. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> That's so weird. It's Denver's nugget of <laughs> Illuminati. That's weird. Did you want to carry on from here? Well, yeah. I mean, I had a look at some other stuff that, like, I didn't... Like, that stood out to me. Um, so, basically... I, well, yeah, I was kind of looking at more, like, about those secret tunnels and, like, some other stuff. And so there's, like, outside the airport, there's this large, like, blue Mustang horse, like, statue made out of fiberglass. And they call like it... the one that's reared up? Yeah, yeah. They call it Lucifer, which is, like, a play on words of, like, Lucifer. Lucifer. Okay. So it has glowing red eyes. Oh. Which might be a nod to, um, I believe, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh. Okay. So this is a kind of, it's kind of funny though, because, well, it's not funny, like it's sad, but it's also really, it, it made me laugh when I read this. The artist who created it died two years before the piece was finished because a piece of the statue fell on him oh. and severed his, an artery in his leg. Oh. It's sad, but also funny. Mm. Right? But, but I mean, at least he got killed by doing something he loved, you know, like building a statue. Imagine just bleeding out and seeing this unfinished statue and you're just With like, like glowing oh. red eyes. Dude, it's kind of funny. Come on. <laughs> um, Can we insert a laugh track? Yeah, I, I'll, right. I'll make sure I do that. Wow, yeah! <laughs> so, as we said, the airport has a lot of underground tunnels, but something interesting is that it has a train that runs between, like, concourses and also a defunct automatic, like, baggage system. So, I guess the true nature of these tunnels is... Believe like they've they've said like oh they're nothing like they're just there for like try like to get around but people believe that it's actually more nefarious than that and some people have theorized that these tunnels also contain underground bunkers 
that will serve as a safe place. For EMPs. Boom, we tied it in. <laughs> no, for the world's elite during the apocalypse. So, um, you know, when when there's an apocalypse situation going, that's where Beyonce, Jay-Z, you know, Katy Perry, all them big celebs will be headed to. T-Swivel. Well, I don't know. I hope she's not in because I would be really sad if she was in the Illuminati. Love her too much. You reckon? Yeah. If you love her too much, I reckon she's part of it because they know how to like get you. True. Maybe. Maybe she's just like, uh, like big stickler for Illuminati. Like maybe she just like loves, loves it. Maybe she's like really into it. Maybe that's her. Maybe that's what all her albums are about. The Illuminati. Like true. she has an album called Red, so maybe it's like linked to like the devil and Satan. <gasps> true. True. So, <laughs> moving on to artworks. Um, the artworks in the airport have been theorized to provide clues about the end of the world. And there are a lot of weird pieces of art throughout the, throughout DIA. And some of these artworks include murals, um, which some believe to have alleged Nazi imagery in the murals as proof that the airport is somehow linked to a fascist secret society. Others are also fixated on the random gargoyle statues that they have, which seem to watch over the airport. They're just so unnecessary. Like, it just seems a little bit suspicious. Like, I get art is art, but it's like, why do you have gargoyles there? There are just so many random things at this airport. I really want to visit it. I feel like it would just be the most random thing ever. Yeah, maybe next trip we go to Denver. Just hang out. I would love to know if anyone, like, any of my American listeners has been there and, like, had any weird experiences or seen anything, because that would blow my mind. Because I'm not super, super sold on this. Right? Okay. Like, I like to believe all this sort of stuff because it's so much fun to think that something like that could be going on. And, like, I do reckon a lot of the Illuminati stuff is so fascinating and it wouldn't surprise me if an airport was, like, as I said, like, a perfect place for stuff like that because you can have people from everywhere arrive at one location and, like, it's just super, like, on the down low. But, it does, and I, like, it does seem odd that they have all these underground spaces and I would love to be able to go and explore... And see what secrets they're keeping. Like, that would be so much fun. Like, maybe I need to get a job at Denver Airport. Maybe. Right? Um, and get, like, you know, and get get the inside scoop. If any listeners are listening right now, mm. look up some of the art inside Denver Airport and just look at it. Just for a bit. I know. It's it's the most random thing ever. There's so many weird, like... Yeah, it's super messed up. There's so up. much weird imagery. It's like all these things combined. It's like, it's the most cursed place ever yeah true and you know what it's what it reminds me of like it's not really the same but it's it's reminding me of that um that mattress firm conspiracy do you know about that yeah yeah, yeah where there's like every corner of this intersection yeah, has and the, the mattress yeah so like mattress firm is like a big store in the u.s and they have like multiple of these stores like on the same street like four stores on the same street and it's like believed that it's like some giant money like laundering scheme but, like, surely people don't need that many mattresses, right? Like, what's the demand of a mattress? Okay, mattresses aren't spooky. Let's get back to the spooky story of Illuminati, all right? But, like, yeah, that whole thing, like, really blew my mind. Um, but, yeah, that's Denver Airport. And thank you for giving us the inside, like, deets no on that. I got, I got the knowledge, mate. You do got the knowledge. We have... Uh, just uh, like a last like quick one which you and I spoke about briefly which both sort of blew our minds a little bit like this one was pretty creepy yeah and I have uh, like it's you've got the goods I've got the goods I'm ready 
So I'm basically just reading off like a post that we saw on Reddit. I can't remember like who the user was that wrote it, but you can literally just search up like man goes vanishing for how like, you know, um, and read more about it. But this guy named, I'm going to butcher his name. So I really apologize. I think it's Vasil Gorgeous or Gorgeous? Gorgos? Gorgos. Gorgos. Vasil Gorgos. There we go. A 63-year-old cattle seller from rural Romania vanished into thin air 30 years ago. So due to the nature of like his profession, he who lived in, and he lived in the countryside, he would often have to go on like business trips to various cities in Romania to sell his cattle. But every time he would go on a trip, he'd come back home within like a matter of days. And in 1991, he decided decided it was time for another business trip. So he bought himself a train ticket and told his wife and kids that he'll be back in a few days, as he usually did. Like, nothing was out of the ordinary. But this was the last time his family saw him. So the family reported his disappearance to police, but nothing ever came out of it. So they eventually assumed that the man had met foul play and so they held a memorial service in his honor yeah because they thought like he's not coming home rest in peace yeah yeah but fast forward to august this year 2021 on a sunday evening a car stops in front of their family house and drops off vasil who is now 93 years old was he aged so this is 30 years different. So he left when he was 63, came back when he was 93. So homie just went and cheated on his wife and kids, like raised them, was like, yo, dipped. I got some kid dipped. <laughs> and was like, you know what? They're like 30 now. It's a bit awkward. So just dipped again. So, well, yeah, I mean, but unfor- like the thing that's so unfortunate about this is like a few neighbors who witnessed the scene were too shocked like to even see who the driver was, to, like, write down the number plate of the car, like, make note of anything, right? Because they were like, this guy, like, he's, like, where has he been? Like, he's back. Like, they went to check on him. And and it was also, like, pointed out that he was the only guy that got out of the car. The driver never set foot outside yeah. of the vehicle. But strangely enough, uh, Vasil had the same, like, outfit he was wearing the day he vanished. And his pockets... Um, in his pockets, there was his ID card, but also the train ticket he bought 30 years ago. So homie just blipped. There was like some glitch in the matrix. 100%. Or like he shifted dimension or something. And then just came back. Like, okay, let's say this was all planned and he had mm. some like... Like faked su- his death for a bit. Faked his death for a bit. Maybe he was working for like the FBI or something. Was like super undercover. Well, maybe, maybe he was right? in... De- like maybe someone was coming to kill him. Like Maybe, right? But why would you come back like you had not even had a shower for 30 years? Homie was greasy. Like, why would you? He had the same stuff in his pockets. <laughs> why wouldn't you come home, like, dripped out? Like, in absolute, like, gold Rolex, like, like Maybe you don't snazzy have the money, suit. But, like, surely you're wearing something different. Yeah. Do you reckon you would have kept clothes? Like, let's no. say you took those off. Because you would. And then 30 years later, you're like, I'm going to put these on. But I also feel like from 60 to 90, there's a lot of body changes right that go on so like surely you're not gonna fit squeeze into the same pair of like pants you always have yeah right or like the buttons on your you know like surely they'd be like you know Mm. i also feel like oh i don't know that that like blew my mind 
So then everyone that knew him noticed that he was, like, looking pretty great. He was clean, so he did shower. He was well-kept and, like, in really good health, which meant that all these years he was, like, very well, like, taken care of. Yeah, it wasn't in prison somewhere. Yeah. But the only issue is that he's having seemed to be, like, neurological in nature, and so he can remember his family, but he's, like, clueless to his whereabouts within the past 30 years. So maybe he was, like, brainwashed. Like, maybe... Mm. I don't know. But then, like, if you think, like, maybe he just, like, blipped out of the atmosphere for a little while and then came back, like, maybe you don't remember anything. Yeah, but you wouldn't age, right? I don't know how this works. And then when, like, reporters interviewed him and family asked, like, where he'd been, he just, like, said, I was home. (laughs) So, like, this dude can't remember a thing. But it's so, like... I, I, like, what? Oh, sorry. There's, like, some birds popping off outside. They nice. want to have their say. I think what they're saying is that Homie went to go get a lottery ticket and he must have won because he didn't come back for 30 years. Yeah, maybe he just, like, spent and bought a yacht, like, travelled the world for a bit. Yeah. Came home. I was like, oh, you guys still here? Oh, howdy. Nice to see you. You're looking ugly, by the way. Mm. And this reminds me of this... This whole story just, like, reminds me of this one documentary I watched of this, like, little kid. I can't remember how old he was. He was, like, older than five, but, like, not older not than ten. Not a teenager. Yeah, right? And basically, I have to find it and I'll have to, like, share the link somehow, maybe on my Instagram. But basically, he, um, like, I can't remember, but, like, he would start talking about, like, his family. like But not his family now, but, like, his previous family and, like, another life, right? And so his mum was, like, really, like, weirded out. Like, what what's going on? Like, what do you mean you had, like, your wife? Like, you're a five-year-old kid. Like, why are you talking about you have a wife? Oh, yeah. I think I've seen this. But then they found, like, he was able to tell them, like, this is where I lived. Like, I lived in this area like I and you know I lived in this white house on the coast like you could look out anyway they tracked down a photo of this house and he was like yeah yeah I lived there I lived there so then they went to the house and this kid like freaking breaks down because he's like this is my house like this is where I live like this was my bedroom like all this stuff and he remembered like everything about his past life like so that has to mean like stuff like this must happen right like people just like shift dimensions like people like, have previous lives. Like, it has to happen. Like, people can't just be, like, constant the whole time, surely. Right? Like, I don't know. That whole story blew my mind. And, like, even this guy, Vasil, like, I would love to know what happened. I would have loved to... Like, I would love to interview the guy. Like, I know he's saying that he can't remember anything, but I would love to... Just get him on. Let's contact him. Yeah, maybe I should give him a call. Vasil, hello? Call me back, baby. I want to talk to you, baby. But, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And... What what was your favorite story? Come on, Denver, of course. Oh well, that's but out of the other two, Vassil for sure. Vassil, yeah. EMPs just aren't that spooky to me. Are you kidding? Like it would be crazy. We would go back to the planet of the apes, but I just dude, EMP, no, EMPs are scary. Apes together, strong. I feel like we're gonna get all like the spears <sighs> and like climb the trees, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I'll just join an Amish um, society. Mm, community. Hit them up Convent? on Facebook. Is it, what oh. are they? Tr- oh. Oh. Send them a pigeon. Oh, yeah. Could do that. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I I feel spooked. I'm spooked. <laughs> and we 
uh, yeah, I mean, happy Halloween, Halloween, everyone. Um, it's a pretty spooky time. Um, it doesn't really feel like Halloween because we've spent so long inside with COVID and that's like, spooky. That's spooky. Actually, yeah. how much we've aged in lockdown. Yeah, we feel like we are all Vasil. True. <gasps> we just blipped for two years and now we're back. Holy crap, that's... And where were you? Don't, that makes... I was (gasps) home. No, don't. That's actually giving me goosebumps. Why is that making me creeped out? I don't know. Um, But yeah, I mean, thank you for joining me, Nick. I'm sorry if you hate this now that you're going to be a constant... Well, you're going to be a constant guest on here, whether you like it or not, mate. Help me. Blink twice if you need help. (laughs) Too bad there's no video, so they don't know. You're going to be trapped here forever, just like Vasil was in the time warp. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, it was really fun talking about a couple of different things, bit, bit of variety, yeah. a bit of spice. The spice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my Halloween special and I hope you enjoyed and thank you so much for listening and I look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode. And please, if you've ever been to Denver Airport, hit me up because I want to know about it. All right. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>